in a world filled with information. Where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Grab your wallet. We are approaching the financial danger zone. More budgets are wrecked this time of year than any other due to holiday spending. On the show today, how to not wind up with after Christmas money hangover. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome to the Get Ready for the Future show. John Shrewsbury in for Scott Inman this, uh, I guess, uh, midweek as we are recording this show on Wednesday. Uh, I, I kind of lost track of time almost because we had such good weather and, and I've just been kind of just grooving on this good weather and it's been uh, really, really nice. And, and I don't know why that what that has to do with the loss of track of time, but uh, it, it happens. Well, you do kind of feel like Christmas is not right around the corner when it feels mm-hmm. this good outside well, I, I think yeah. that's the deal yeah. yeah i think that is exactly the deal so today on the show we're going to talk about intentions and intentions will get you uh you know in a good place or maybe even a bad place it depends on what those intentions are but the holidays are coming and you've got to know that that you know also with the holidays comes that that big stretch that is on your budget your wallet whatever you want to say and Guys, today we've got a big job ahead of us because we know that holidays can be just ruinous to a budget and and really can get people into a financial tailspin if they're not careful. You know, I think that's one of the reasons that we're focusing on the word intentional because shopping, Candace, is anything but intentional for most people. Yeah. You know, you, you go in. Oh, I intentionally to, go shopping. Well, <laughs> yeah, but the the rest of what I'm talking about, though, is not intentional for most people. You go in to get, you know, two or three gifts in a certain store, whatever it might be, and you come out with eight or nine things, three of which are for yourself, just because, you know, you were in the store, you saw something cute. Hey, I'm here. I'm going to get it. So the holiday budget gets blown pretty quickly Mm -hmm. i am a fan of shopping online for this reason and um you you know if i have a list especially it's very easy for me to stick to that Mm -hmm. if i'm not in the store shopping around yeah well and and i'll say things have even prior to 2020 and all of its craziness holiday shopping has changed a lot over the years you know black friday the date used to actually be significant black friday started on oh i don't know friday um you know the day (laughs) after thanksgiving that's when it started and this was great this y'all are going to think my husband was crazy but it was it was a beautiful gift in our marriage what he used to do with with me on this we would have on thanksgiving night the kids would spend the night with the grandparents and my husband and i would get up at dark 30 as we call it and go to we would have the night before we would have all the plans on where we were going to go because we have a pretty large extended family and so it wasn't just like a shopping for the kids it was everything Mm -hmm. and we went on friday morning and it was a fabulous time like it was it was teamwork it's like okay you go over here and get Uh this and i'm gonna go over here and get this and just you know no we weren't you know the crazy insane people who would fight over a tv or whatever but it was fun and we just had a blast doing it and then frankly that got ruined when people started well black friday starts on thanksgiving afternoon and so Mm -hmm. we just don't do it anymore and at this point i'm probably about two-thirds of the way done with my christmas shopping and we're thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet but it's just kind of as we have time we're taking care of those things a little bit at a time it's it's just different but but i think the intentionality of like how we used to do it you know we would go and know this is what we're going to purchase at this store so we didn't come out with all the extra stuff it was things that were on the list and that makes a big difference for your finances Mm -hmm. if you drop down in the comments and and give us a comment we would like to ask you a question today are you a christmas before thanksgiving person or a christmas after thanksgiving person Uh, i tend to be one of those uh maybe by christmas eve 
Christmas person. <laughs> oh. That's that's me. Uh, I actually just kind of hand some money to Abby and say, here, go get some presents for us. <laughs> and yeah. That's, that's, that's about pretty much it. it. He goes I, and gets I, gift cards at, you know, Walmart. <laughs> well, no. I, actually, we have a, a whole different routine that, that we'll talk about later in the show uh, at our house. Uh, and But Janet, your your tactician is showing, your, your uh, implementer of yes. uh, personality is showing. Yeah. Mine is just you know, ah, Christmas is out there. Let's let's do it. It's very visionary. It's very, very much who I am. But you know, if if you're watching live on Facebook or YouTube, comment uh, where you are under the the in the comment section whether you're a before Christmas shopper or an after. Uh, I'm sorry, before Thanksgiving shopper or an after Thanksgiving shopper. How about you, Candace? Which one are you? I am a before. Uh, well, I at least make my list before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. I- if there are things out there that I see for a good price, I may go ahead and purchase them, but I really like to save my list for Black Friday or mm-hmm, Cyber Monday mm-hmm. and and wait for those sales. So I try to be intentional in that oh, sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm a big time sales shopper. It's just a lot of the stuff that we're getting now, um, it's on sale anyway. Mm-hmm. And so we just go ahead and get it for the convenience. Yeah, of, they're having of Black having Friday sales yeah. now. It's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they they're trying to to socially distance people so Janet won't be in the crowd of people, you know. <laughs> busting through people trying to get to the uh you know uh build a bear or whatever oh uh, <laughs> obviously this is not from an authentic shopper yes it's usually right. for electronics and tvs and things like that well, John, that's I, okay. I, no i've seen people fight over beanie babies before in in a in a holiday setting it was quite decades long ago yeah. yes yes, yes. Wow. hey in 2018 check these statistics out americans collectively spent two i'm sorry $6.2 billion on Black Friday and $7.9 billion on Cyber Monday alone. That is uh, from the National Retail Federation. So clearly there is a lot of money, Janet, being spent uh, during that that opening season, if you will, of yeah. the Christmas season. I call it opening season because it's a lot like the deer hunters around here. They all head to the woods all at the same time, and you can tell when it's deer hunting season. You can't find anybody in the city, but you can find them on Highway 167 between here and El Dorado. That's for sure. I, I think our, our real question here is, you know, what are your intentions for the holidays? And I think it's important to be intentional about the holidays and thinking about what you want to accomplish. Um, so, you know, is it to spend a lot of money? And is it maybe even spending a lot of money that you don't have? Because then that puts you in a position of later paying for that. You know, in January, you're paying for your, your Christmas hangover, as we talked about in the in the intro to the show today. And that's it's not really where you want to be financially. If you're trying to move forward, then we've got to be more intentional. And guys, I remember my favorite Christmas memory really has nothing to do with gifts. In fact, I don't remember a single gift that I got that, that year. Are we going to cry during this? No, no, we're okay. not going to cry. Okay. Um, but if, Just checking. You, if you recall, as most of Arkansas does recall, the ice storm of 2000, power was out for oh, a couple yeah. of weeks for yeah. lots and lots of Arkansans. I remember. And we were at uh, our in-law's house, and we were there for a couple of weeks, no power. At people from Texas and California, family members were there. So it's like the masses of the Walker family. Family have all descended upon Little Rock in one house, and we have no power. It was great, though, because what happened is instead of the kids sitting around in their electronics and fussing about whatever... The lights were out, and you know what? You can play Monopoly by sunlight, and you don't need <laughs> candles during the daytime. We had the best time, and people who in this family now, 20 years later, they're adults, but they were children then. They also remember this mm-hmm. as their favorite Christmas ever. They talk about it every single year. It didn't involve a single gift. It involved, at the end of the day, it involved family time together that they didn't mm-hmm. get in that way at any other point because at this time they didn't have a choice, you know. So I would just say determine ahead of time what do you want to get out of the holidays what's your goal and that plays into the financial picture for you it clearly does and we want to try to help today Uh, and you have to ask yourself this question so do you want to start 2021 in debt or out of debt 
I think that's really one of the keys is that you don't need to add to the debt pile if you already have debt. You need to avoid it if you don't have debt. We'll talk more about being intentional about your holiday spending as the Get Ready for the Future show continues in just a moment. We're just getting started all across the state of Arkansas and on Facebook Live and YouTube as well. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at GenWealthFA so you don't miss out on behind-the-scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. This is Scott Inman. At GenWealth Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life. Whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across Central Arkansas, there is a GenWealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Welcome into the fastest four minutes in investing. John Shrewsbury and Janet Walker for this edition. And Janet, as we head toward Thanksgiving holiday, I think it might be good for us just to take maybe just a moment of the fastest four and think about some things as far as investments and the economy and that type of thing that are concerned that we're actually thankful for. So here's a few positive points for us. Number one, the U.S. economy continues to heal, John. Yes, uh, and payroll keeps growing. Uh, There's a lot of activity in the economy. Unemployment claims, although they're still elevated, they're shrinking. And while investors are also concerned near term about what's going to happen as far as the market is concerned and all that type of thing, there is zero sign of a double dip recession. We obviously had a recession back in February, March, especially in the stock market, but we really don't see any sign of a double dip recession at this point. And at this point, both retail sales and industrial production remain on an upward trajectory. So John, let's talk with all of these good things going on. Let's talk a little bit about the mindset of an investor. Yeah, I want you to imagine, if you will, and let me channel the late Rod (laughs) Serling of the Twilight Zone uh, era and say, imagine, if you will, uh, being told back in 2020, that at the at the beginning of 2020, that the world was about to be hit by a global pandemic that things were going to be bad, bad, really bad, so bad, I can't even begin to tell you how bad it is. Let's talk about Uh, some of those specifics. Yeah. Global pandemic, it would lead to massive government-imposed shutdowns of business activity, not only around the country, but frankly around the globe. Imagine being told we were going to go into a sudden and sharp recession, the likes of which we've not seen since the Great Depression. How would you have felt to have known all of that in advance? Let's say January 1st, it was Happy New Year, and guess what's going to happen? What if you had known that? How would you have responded as an investor? I will tell you how most people would have responded as an investor is they would be very short-term minded, and they would have gotten out of the stock market and not taken that big downturn. But if you'd gotten out of the stock market, if you'd had that foreknowledge, Janet, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you'd had been right as far as that foreknowledge is concerned, but you would also have needed to be right to get back in. Yes, and we've talked so many times about it's not about timing the market, it is about time in the market. But let's look as of Friday the 13th, not normally a lucky day, but let's talk about where were we at that point. So from January 1st to that point, the S&P 500 was up 11% year to date, uh, and that does not include reinvested dividends, which would have added to that. The market's up for a number of reasons. The S&P 500 includes a lot of large tech companies um, that, you know, we could couldn't have lived without during this time because they they've been they've helped us do our jobs whether we're considered essential or not they've helped us work through this crisis yeah and the federal reserve really pushed money out into the economy yep. and they pushed the discount rate down significantly there was government uh, government stimulus that helped to uh, support the consumer spending and companies really adapted mm-hmm. and lowered expenses a lot of companies have adapted I, i'm amazed to see yeah. how some companies have adapted to uh, you know the the new 
normal, if you will, as, as far as it goes. Now we are seeing word that there are at least two vaccines that are 90 plus percent effective, yeah. according to the early studies, and those could be rolled out sometime around the first of the year. And John, I think this points to something that we just refer back to over and over again, and that is the resiliency of the economy and the resiliency of American business. It has rarely been tested like it has been this year, and even in 2020, it has withstood the test. And and that is why you would want to stay in the market because of the resiliency of the American economy under almost any circumstance. All right, that is going to do it for the fastest four minutes in investing. The Get Ready for the Future show continues in just a moment. If you want the answer, ask the question. Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question, and we'll answer it on the air. We'll be back in just a moment. You ain't heard nothing yet. Buckle up, because we're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. Guys, you know, in my prior career, I was actually on the radio. I did a little DJing, a little news directing and things of that nature. And I always loved giveaways when we were on the air because the phone would ring and people would be about like fighting almost like they do on Black Friday about uh, getting a movie pass or something like that from the from the radio station. So let's uh, spread a little holiday cheer today. Let's uh, invite people to go over to our Facebook page and comment your favorite holiday memory on our giveaway post for a chance to win. And Janet, you've got some stuff in there that uh, looks rather attractive for a holiday giveaway. Yeah, for, for those who are not joining us on Facebook Live, for those of you listening on the radio, um, we have at. We have some hot chocolate that you can't see. And these are like the biggest candy canes ever. They're cinnamon flavored candy canes. And wow. Um, and then there's a couple of stockings. One of them, though, is like super, super cool because it's just a solid white stocking, but it comes with a couple of markers. So you get to decorate it and do your own thing. And then, Candace, you have maybe the most important thing in the whole stack. Yep. And this is the cash card. There's a Visa gift card yes. there. So, yeah, that'll help you out with uh, maybe something for yourself or with some of your Christmas shopping. So, anyway, a uh, little bag of goodies here that we're pretty excited to be able to give away to you. And all you need to do is to head to our Facebook page and comment what your favorite holiday memory is. And you'll have an opportunity to uh, potentially win our giveaway. And we will have an opportunity to read about all of your holiday memories. And it'll be a fun time will yeah. be had by all <laughs> let's uh let's get to work guys let's talk a little bit about some tips that we can pass along to try to help avoid this this holiday budget wreck that that happens to people all over the place all the time how do we avoid uh the the budget blow up that could be coming well you know the the song about making his list and checking it twice we would recommend that that's your step number one for you to make your list and check it twice. I, I have an app on my phone that um, I'd probably curl up in the corner and cry if I lost it because it's my Christmas list. And yeah. and we and I even do things like, you know, there are some things that you give to your children like every year, like maybe bath bombs for your daughter or something like that. So I go back through last year's stocking list and uncheck the things that I want to do again. And it's just there again. And I don't have to think through all of that mm-hmm. stuff again. So make your list, and that helps you. If you'll stick to that when you're doing your shopping, it'll really help you stick to your budget because y- you don't have five sweaters on the list. You have two. Then let's just get two because that's what's on the list, Candace. I made this mistake when my kids were really young. I just yeah. wanted to make Christmas just so amazing and mm-hmm. big, and I didn't realize how out of control it got Yeah, until I found hidden gifts like a month later. <laughs> and i was like okay that got out of control yeah and so i started making my list every year just Mm -hmm, like mm you're you described janet i have a list just like that as well if i lost it i would cry because it has everybody i'm going to buy for i just kind of clear it out every year and start over and it's so helpful yeah it's great so you guys know my wife uh and, and if you don't know debbie uh she uh you know loves to, to do stuff with food and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And uh, so just as sort of a, uh, an example, the other day I was going over to Scott's to watch the Arkansas-Tennessee football game. And suddenly a couple of snacks turned into more than I could carry in two trips back and forth from the car. to It was a feast. It was it was 
food everywhere. It was bonanza. <laughs> and and so, you know, one of the things that you uh, have to think about and look out for, and, and hopefully you don't have as big a gatherings this year because of the, yeah. the whole COVID thing and everything and, and trying to keep down the spread of the virus. But when you entertain for the holidays, that can get out of control mm-hmm. just as much as your budget gets out of control when you're spending for gifts because you can, you know, add more food and more people and more food and more people and more food and more people and all of a sudden it's like you're feeding the entire fifth army or something like that yeah i I think you know decide how much you want to spend how much you can afford to spend and if you need to get an extra job then get an extra job but don't get extra debt you know just just draw the line that if this is important enough to actually do it then it's important enough to not put us in a worse financial situation And I think also you've got to think about when you are trying to to, uh, work through this, and this is not the time to be thinking about this. Uh, Obviously, last-minute planning doesn't work on this, but maybe after the holiday season, you can begin to set aside a little bit of money every month to deal with with Christmas. You know, there are are even banks that have Christmas clubs Mm -hmm. uh, that you can set aside a little bit of money and then take it out during the holiday season and go spend it, and that doesn't bust your budget. But you've got to have some type of mechanism or some type of discipline about it because let's face it all the retailers have all of the the tricks and and uh of the trade and everything to try to lure you to spend more money because you know quite frankly that's their job that's what they do i used an app one christmas uh or a couple of christmases actually where it would round up all my spending for the year to the next dollar Mm -hmm. and then set aside that money and i think it would invest it a little bit too but that that would grow and i had to withdraw that at the end of the year Mm -hmm. for christmas and it was a fantastic deal and i thought oh my gosh i'm gonna i think my banks stopped allowing it to happen yeah. but uh, but there are still banks and and apps so we'll work together and do that i thought yeah. it was awesome it, john you mentioned the christmas club my mom-in-law did that and they um she was the first person i ever knew who who used something like that many many years ago and I, they had just tight cash flow frankly during that time period but she made christmas happen because that was a very important thing to her she made that happen by doing the christmas club mm-hmm. it made a big difference for their family well and, and you see people take extra jobs during the holidays and and those are things that that uh, i think could help very much so because you're living on your regular budget during the year yeah but uh, when holidays hit you've got to make some extra money to make that extra gift that you want to give but i I think also that once you've uh, decided you know okay this is what i'm going to do uh, a little bit of discipline can go a long way when you can just kind of draw the line in the sand and say okay no more. And and I don't have that problem. I have a problem of going and, and spending it all at one time. Uh, some people have the problem of just keeping, you know, going back and back and back and back to, you know, throughout the holiday season. Right. I try to I try to narrow my window of opportunity and say, okay, I'm going to do this like on the day before Christmas yep. so I can just get everything out of the way at one time. But you can overspend even in that setting. Christmas Eve at 8 p.m., John's at the store. I That's mean, there's not, not a big true. window of time. That's not true. Okay, so. Seven forty-five. Okay. <laughs> Christmas Eve morning. How about okay. That? I mean, I'm I think busy. he works ahead. I think I'm my busy. husband's out there with him. So I'm busy. Come on, really. But but I do think that you've got to be uh, be able to say, and, and you know, sometimes it's easy to go over budget because yeah. of how much we love people. And here's the thing that I would say about that. And you figure this out, especially if there are young folks listening to the show today, Mm -hmm. you figure out later in life that it really doesn't matter how much you spend on that thing. Uh, it really doesn't. We're going to have an example of that in, in uh, just a little bit, but you've got to really realize that it is not the price tag that, that really drives the emotion that comes with gift giving. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it, it very much depends on what your your family members' uh, love languages are. You know, for some people, their love language is gifts, and that's a big deal to them. That doesn't mean that it has to be expensive gifts, though. It, it could be something handmade and, and inexpensive to give. But for, for many people, their love language is time. And so you may give them a very expensive gift, and it doesn't say I love you to that person. You know, so just understand the people that you're, you're trying to love on and, and figure out the best way to do that for them. So what was your favorite gift uh, as you were growing up, Candace? Ooh. Oh, gosh. I didn't have time to think about that one. That's hard. <laughs> okay, Janet, I'll, I'll give you a minute. Janet? Okay. 
y'all can laugh at me. This is going to date me, but that's okay. Oh, we laugh at you all the time. <laughs> My brother and I got an Atari. Yeah. Ooh, it's the cool. best thing ever. Yeah. I know everybody out there is going, and Atari, you're old. Yeah, but you know what? Your stuff didn't exist when Atari came out, and it was super amazingly cool, and I can still whip you at River Raid, even though you can beat me at everything, Mario. That's okay. <laughs> All right, Candace, nice. you're on. Top that. Okay, so I think it was, my mom was a very good gift giver. Yeah? Um, and she got me the um, the Swatch phone that oh, was yeah. clear. That was super popular for a while. Yes, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then you could, you, my, if I had a friend over, she could also pick up the other end of the phone and we could both be talking to another friend. And I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a, that was, you, you were cooler than I was. <laughs> I Atari is cool. I don't know what you're talking about. Atari is cool. <laughs> so uh, Aaron just texted in from our marketing department and just said, uh, my favorite gift was my first puppy, a Basset Hound. Oh, that's a good one. And, and that's if you can afford a puppy and 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 when i say afford and a puppy maintenance afterwards uh, yes that's upbeat. exactly what i'm talking about is the maintenance afterwards and 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 i think that that's you know those are gifts that just keep on giving yeah you know when when the christmas gift uh that is the traditional christmas gift is in the toy heap or whatever the case yeah. may be the puppy just keeps on giving of course i'm a i'm a dog person so i, I love dogs and and i think that those are are great but don't do one just to do it and then go well we got to get rid of that dog because it doesn't fit the family or whatever the case may be be very thoughtful about that because i think that's important all right so in looking at at this situation one of the things that i i want to be sure that we touch on and point out is that don't rob from peter to pay paul in this particular situation Mm. i have actually had people come to me over the course of my career and say hey, I need to get a little money out of my IRA account because Christmas hit me hard this year. Oh, no, Christmas didn't hit you hard. You hit you hard. Yeah. And and, and you're you're really mortgaging your financial future when you do that. I, I'm going to take just a second mm-hmm. to, to brag on something that my brother uh, did a few years. Um, you know, it, there is a lot of self-imposed pressure to, because everybody else is buying a gift for everybody in the family, then you feel like you also have to buy a gift for everybody in the family. And, you know, we all go through those years that are just difficult financially. And I remember a couple of years where he was in that spot and he called me and said, hey, um, I just want to let you know, um, I, I love you and everything, but I, I'm not I'm not getting gifts for anybody this year unless they're under the age of, and I don't remember what it was, but like under the age of 15 or something mm-hmm. like that. And everybody else is just going to have to deal with the reality of the, the fact that sometimes life sucks as an adult and so i'm not buying gifts for everybody and i was like dude that's like the most amazing thing ever i'm proud of you you know Mm -hmm. to be able to to just man up and go here's reality it stinks but i'm not going to make it worse by trying to make everybody happy Hey, go get your favorite candy bar for somebody yeah. or, or their favorite candy, candy yeah. bar for somebody. Uh, you know, that's that, it is the expression that really counts in this situation. And I think once you decide that, OK, this is your budget, you really got to stick to it. All right. We're going to continue the Get Ready for the Future show in just a moment as we talk about how to not bust your budget as you head toward Christmas. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. There's more straight talk about retirement, investments and your money right after the break. Stick around. Do you have a burning question? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the Gen Wealth team. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We are trying to help you get through the holiday season with your budget intact, with your wallet intact, with your retirement plan intact. You know, it, <laughs> Everything. It, it is danger zone. It, it really is because every retailer in the world is after you to spend money on their gadget or their product or whatever the case may be. And sometimes you need a little bit of help to be sure that your mind is right as you go into this season. And that's what we're doing on the show today. But guys, before we jump back into the tips, I wanted to talk just a little bit because what also happened 
happens around this time of the year is that people are looking to uh, actually exit their job. They're looking to retire. They're looking to make that transition from work to life, if you will. And uh, we are just as busy as we can be these days helping people to do that. But we've got plenty of room for more folks that if you're thinking about retirement before the end of the year, or if you think 2021 might be your year, this is what you need to do. You need to pick up the phone and call us 501-653-7355 because you need to go through, Janet, the GenWealth Ready to Retire process to make sure you are ready to retire. Absolutely. And let's talk about that just a little bit. You know, a lot of people, as you're coming up on retirement, you have investments but you likely don't have a plan yet. And the, those investments, what you're dealing with is, you know, you've, you've got mutual funds, you've got stocks, you've got bonds, whatever it is that makes up your particular portfolio, likely in your 401k. But has there come a point at any time where somebody has taken those and said, okay, you need how much money a month in income? And what are the sources that you have? Like, do you have a pension? And what's your social security going to look like? And when is that going to kick in? And then let's couple these investments with all of these in one plan to show you what your income can look like. If you haven't done that yet, as you approach retirement, it's time. Because, John, I I cannot imagine walking into retirement, Candace, without, you know, having answered that question of, what's my income going to look like and how like where's it going to come from yeah that's like getting in the car and not having your gps yeah not right? even we, knowing we, we where you yeah. yeah we need to know where we're going yeah, yeah you may absolutely. know the city that you're going but do you know the route to get there right yeah and do you know how to avoid the the traffic snarls do you know how to avoid right. the bad roads those are the things that you've got to think about in terms of retirement taxes is a big issue uh dealing with uh things like social security dealing with things like long-term care all of those things are part of the gen wealth ready to retire process and you can actually connect with us to meet with a gen wealth advisor and see if it's time for you to actually get underway with that process give us a call at 501-653-7355 we've got offices all across the state of arkansas in conway west little rock el dorado hot springs and in bryant we've got an advisor near you and also in northwest louisiana and bossier city louisiana gen wealth is ready to help you make that transition from work to life and and we would love to have uh, a, a no cost conversation with you just to see if there are some things that we may be able to help you with. And I think you'll be actually pleasantly surprised that we can. All right, ladies, let's uh, jump back into the tips. Uh, Janet, you began to uh, actually go down this road with the story about your brother. Uh, you got to set expectations with family, especially children, because children think that Santa Claus doesn't have a budget. Yeah, my daughter and I, um, I have to brag on my kids for a minute. They have been amazingly mature over the years about their expectations of gifts. They're just kind of naturally wired that way. It's like not their thing. But um, my daughter and I had this conversation last night. And the reason it was important to me to have, you know, to talk through this with her is that this is her brother's senior year in high school, which means next year he's going to college and he needs a lot of stuff that he doesn't have yet. And so all of that stuff is on sale during this, you know, Christmas shopping time period. We may not really need it until August, but we're going to see those better prices right now. And so we talked about, hey, um, there's going to be more stuff under the tree for your brother than there is for you. And she's like, I get it, mom. It's like, you know, sales and he needs all that stuff. You know, like she was already there. But I I just told her, I said, you know, my mommy heart just needed to have that conversation and make sure you understood. But she she was already there. And I think a lot of times we set our behaviors based on what we think their expectations are and not what they really are. And frankly, it's pretty easy to reset those expectations if if you can have those conversations intentionally and not have to try to prove your love for your kids by buying mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Candace, we have missed an incredible business opportunity. I just have to say this for a moment. We should have been setting up for a reality TV show of <laughs> Stuart Goes to College <laughs> And Janet, make sure everything is perfect. That would be the title of the show. Uh, because no, it, it ain't going to be perfect. I'm just <laughs> telling you now. Well, it is, it is, it is, I've, I've picked at Janet about this off the air. It is the most well-planned for college education I think I've ever seen in my life because Janet is a planner. Well, I, I will say though, it, and you know this, John, it, it is more about the combination of who my son is and who I am 
like it won't be the same way for my daughter. It, That's and, true. And it won't need to be. That's and, true. And I think I think that principle that applies to your Christmas. Bethany, gifts too. Bethany would be like, I got this, Mom. Don't worry yeah, about and, it. And you she know? and she will legit have it. I won't yeah. have to do very much. But I think that that same concept of you know your children are different. Let them be different. It, yeah. You know, in the in the whole Christmas gift yeah. thing, that's important. Like, don't go. Oh, I bought one more gift, so now I have to buy one more gift for this kid. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 I had to uh, set the expectation for my kids one year, too, and it was just funny. It came to my mind when you were talking about this, and, you know, I was telling Ashton, she's my youngest, like, hey, you know, Christmas might be a little bit smaller this year yeah, just because, and and she was just like, I, I, I don't understand. If you can't do it, just ask Santa, Mom. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> What's the problem? And I was yeah. like, yeah, let's talk about that, too. <laughs> well, hey, you know, just because the price tag is better or it's the hot new toy doesn't mean yeah. that the, the gift is better. And and just don't take our word for it. Uh, commercials have actually been made because of it. Check this out. Most popular toy for toddler, $500. Most popular stuffed animal for toddler, $350. Most popular picture book for toddler, $60. Watching her play with a cardboard box instead, priceless. There are some things money can't buy. There you go. There are some things money can't buy. And I have a living example of that in my family. Graham, my grandson, uh, he had a birthday uh, back in September. And everybody was there. And there were all these presents and all these cool toys and all of this type of thing boxes yeah he loved yeah. the boxes oh yeah and and what he does sometimes now to entertain himself is he goes and plays in his closet or he goes and plays in the kitchen cabinet yeah and it's like stacking stuff out of the kitchen cabinet and stacking it back in and rolling around on the floor and all that type of thing kids can entertain themselves oh, yeah. oh man we and, were we were looking at um going through and picking out pictures from Stuart's childhood for some of his senior year stuff and we were watching a video from when he, from his first birthday party John so kind of the same timeline yeah. here and there are a bazillion toys because like every relative came to his first birthday party and all this stuff that he didn't need the kid was playing with the tissue paper that came out of the gift bag there I mean, you, go. you know he yeah. did not care about all the fancy stuff it was the tissue paper so let's get this last tip in on this segment. Uh, tip number four is to keep track of spending to stay on a budget. You know, that is incredibly hard to do because uh, especially if you are in a traditional Christmas, you know, season, not quite like COVID. Hopefully, you know, there aren't big crowds. But but uh, if you're in the crowd, if you're in the mix or if you're online and you're you've got momentum going on the on the little uh, uh, on the little, you know, shopping cart that's online then you just kind of keep going but you've got to keep track of that spending to be sure that you don't bust the budget you know candace i think this goes back to you know the list app whatever list app you use Mm -hmm. Um, that's very important for us and like last night and even if my son listens to this show he knows he's getting this so it's okay for me to say this one in advance he was wanting some pullovers a couple of them and so we're looking online and you can get them from in the teens to over a hundred dollars and i'm like um no he's 17 you know we're not spending 120 bucks i might spend 25 but i'm not spending you know even 70 or whatever so it's one thing to have it on the list but it's then it's a a secondary step as far as keeping on track with your budget don't buy things that aren't on your list but the secondary step is to buy at a reasonable price range you know and there are things that i will pay top end for because the quality matters more but i'm not doing it for a pullover right you know yeah um i my list is very detailed. I don't know how yours, yeah, yours yeah. is. Um, but not only limiting in how much I'm going to spend on each person, but also what I'm going to spend it on. So uh, I found this a few years ago. It's um, a list of how to buy Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's a little rhyme, you know, something they want, something they need, um, something to wear, and something to read. And I thought that was, the thing was awesome. And I've yeah. been sticking to that. Uh, for several years now and it 
it's plenty. It's yeah, plenty, it really and they is. Ha- enjoy Christmas without having to go uh, overboard. I, I've never heard the rhyme, but that's what I did. My my first cousins are more the ages of nieces and nephews, and so I, I bought for them before I had kids and and that type of thing. And and we would always get something to wear, something to play with, and something to read. So it was the, those mm-hmm. three things, and they were delighted with you know three little gifts, and that was it. Yep. Yeah. I, I have to tell you this quick story. Uh, last Saturday, I was out doing some errands, and I try to go by and, and look at stuff that I might want for Christmas, because everybody's always asking me, what do you want, what do you want, what do you want? And I, I walked into a men's store, and there was this beautiful pullover, Janet. It was, there you go. It, it, was, it was great. It was perfect. I loved it. It was, I took was a picture. Of, tag? I took a picture of it. It was way too much. Let me just say that. <laughs> and later, you know, uh, Debbie and I were talking, and she said, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, well, I found this pullover, but I just, uh, it, it, what is it? Where is it? Let me tell you, got a picture of it? And I'm like, stop. Do not do this, because it is too much. It yeah. is way, yeah. way too much. We're not paying that kind of money for a pullover. Now, there are high chances that I may have that pullover under the tree just because that's how she is. But you've got to discipline yourself. Yeah. You've got to say, you know, look, we're going to spend this much on Christmas and that's going to be it. We're, we're going to stay on track this year. And that would be, I think, the intention that you need to go into Christmas with this year is to say, look, OK, first of all, it's just weird because of COVID. Yeah. But, but secondly, we're going to make a change and we're going to be very intentional about what we're doing as far as Christmas is concerned. And we're not going to overspend. And if you go in with that mindset i think you've got really uh, a, a leg up on on the assault that is literally going on on your mind and on your pocketbook about overspending for christmas hey don't forget to head over to our facebook page and comment on your favorite holiday memory and our giveaway post for a chance to win that basket of stuff that janet and candace have hemmed up in there and we will be back on the get ready for the future show with more tips in just a moment your retirement should be more more what More than just investments, more about you. Find out more when the Get Ready for the Future show returns. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready for the Future show is back. We are talking holiday tips to not bust the budget on the Get Ready for the Future show today. Of course, if you are headed into the holidays and you are nearing retirement, you may want to look a little bit further than just the budget. You may want to look at maybe your budget for the next 20 or 30 years because retirement is a big deal. If that's the case, we've got advisors that are standing ready to talk to you about that. Give us a call at 501-653-7355 and we would be glad to have a conversation with you and help you to plan for what is coming next after the first of the year maybe 2021 is your retirement year maybe you're going to get ready in 2021 either case give us a call we'd love to help you with that here at gen wealth financial advisors guys i'm very focused on on the event you know christmas and and the gift and all of that type of thing and obviously i'm a last minute shopper so i i I put off put off put off and then all of a sudden there it is and i got to get it done but actually christmas can be much broader than that it can be a much bigger experience than that. So let's talk about some ways that we can add to the holiday cheer without being too terrible on the budget. We, uh, my daughter, last night, we've we've decorated for Christmas, but the one thing that we still need to do is plan the activities that go on our Advent calendar. We have one of these little Christmas trees, and it's got doors that you open up for each day, and there's an activity in there. And even though my children are older, I mean, they're 17 and 14, this is a big deal to them. They love it. And so my daughter had, like, pulled out all the notes from last year, and she's looking at me going, Mom. And she just waits. She's like, Mom, this needs to, we need to do this. <laughs> and then we, we talked about, you know, there, there are a lot of things that we did last year. Like some of the things we've done in the years past have been like, there's a certain movie that has an opening date during that window. And it's, oh, hey, surprise, we're going to see this movie or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. This year, that's not happening as just one example. But there are a lot of things where we can be really creative and it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like one of them is is calling grandma and singing a, a Christmas song to her over the phone. Oh, you know, I cute. mean, it doesn't cost 
anything, but it's fun and involving for everybody. Um, another one of the things that we do, and my daughter is the best at this. She can, oh my gosh, it blows my mind how good she is. But we'll come up with little bitty, you know, one or two liner kind of poems. And it's things like, even if you don't bake from this place, cookies you can take. And so you have to take that and go, okay, they're probably talking about the cookie jar. And then you go to the cookie jar and you find another clue. And it ultimately leads you, Candace, to your Christmas gift from Bethany. But it might That's take cute. you an hour <laughs> to find your Christmas gift. But it builds memories. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do that one with somebody almost every year. And we never laugh so hard at then during that time. And it's completely free. You know, I love that. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll tell you something else that is completely free, and you can really kind of take advantage of uh, other people's excesses in in this. How many Griswolds are there in Saline County? Think about it. The Griswold Christmas, you know, layout, right? From Christmas vacation. Okay. Both of you are are looking at me like you're looking at each other like, like, okay, don't know where he's going, and we're on air. Come on. Okay. All right. So the the typical Griswold. Christmas is, you know, there are lights, lights on every yeah. every square inch yeah. of the house and all that type of thing. There are plenty of Griswolds in yep. Saline County. I know that. And probably wherever you're listening to this show, there are a bunch of them because it's just the cool thing to do right now, right? Yeah. And so you've got to think about, okay, how can I take advantage of that? Well, you can get in the car. It costs a little bit of gasoline to drive around and check all that out. I know there is one that is the combination of the Griswolds and the uh, Trans-Siberian yes. Orchestra deal. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Over yeah. in our neighborhood. Yeah. And, and it's just amazing. And I like would park over there two or three times during the Christmas season and just sit there and watch it for like several minutes at a time till it cycled through again. But these computerized displays are fascinating yeah. and it's great time to actually pile in the car with the family and be sure you're wearing your mask and all of that. But, you know, pile in the car with the family and go and actually take advantage of something that is basically free. That's one we do every year. And uh, the only twist to it is we go in our Christmas pajamas Yes, we drive around Saline County in our Christmas pajamas. It's okay. It's Saline County. We can do that. Um, And we take popcorn with us. And so we, yeah, we take little bags of popcorn and we eat popcorn and we drive around and look at all the Christmas lights. That's kind of like one of our traditions is we always do a Christmas Eve gift and that's where our pajamas are. And then we put a movie, Mm -hmm. I think a popcorn, and then like one of those movie size uh, candies in there as well. So we always open those on Christmas Eve. Yeah, see, now Janet talked about a little bag of popcorn. Last time she came by my house at Christmas... They'd gone by the movie theater and actually gone in, didn't watch the movie, (laughs) bought the popcorn, the big tub of popcorn, the giant tub of popcorn, and had all been feeding out of that thing, waved it under my nose and then went away. And I'm going, I want the movie popcorn. What are you, did you not bring me some? It's 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 the best, yeah. A lot of times we'll pop it at home, but that was, it's better to get it from the movie theater. I like it. (laughs) So, you know, and I think, you know, obviously food costs something, but baking uh, and sharing that with with Mm -hmm. friends and family and that type of thing is, is a great way to do some things that don't cost a lot of money uh some people are very crafty i couldn't i couldn't craft anything it it just doesn't doesn't work (laughs) does not work and so but but if you are gifted in that then you can actually do that and and you can decorate the tree together there's a lot of stuff that you can do together if you just kind of put your mind to it i think we've gotten into this uh, you know habit of of convenience let's just go buy something and put a, a done sticker on it and say we're done and and we're good but uh those are things that i think that that we could uh, all think about that we could not spend as much money, but spend some more time and spend some more interaction to get us down the road a little ways. All right, we've got one more tip before we get out of here. Plan ahead for next year. Janet, this has got to be you because obviously <laughs> you're the planner. So I'm going to I'm gonna shut up over here because I don't plan for anything other than my client's financial future because I get tired of planning at work and so I don't plan at home. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, one of the things that, that we have here in this is like buying wrapping paper at the end, you know, after the Christmas season. And that is something we don't need to buy it every year, but that is something 
something that my husband and I intentionally have that conversation. Like while I'm wrapping gifts, he's like, "Are we good for next year too?" Or and and if mm-hmm. not, we're not buying it in December. We're buying it in January. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's you know it's not a big huge money saver, but think about other things like that. Like what are you going to need next year that you can hit a sales point? You know after the holidays and catch that on sale and and go ahead and do it and save you money that you can use next year for Christmas in another way. Yeah, over the years I have accumulated all the Christmas bags. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need any Christmas bags. Yeah. I, I don't I, I, from here till kingdom come, I don't think. Yeah. I am good and and <laughs> yep. my kids are getting used to seeing these bags, but they yep. haven't called me on it yet. <laughs> just yeah. don't just don't put the Christmas wrap up in the attic because it will yellow from the heat. You don't want to do that. So <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, like life experience talking. Yeah, about. it absolutely is. So let me also share with you guys what we do uh, around the Shrewsbury house and and this is probably not going to happen this year just because of COVID, but in the past what we have done is that we've given small gifts at Christmas and then took the money that we did not spend at Christmas and then went maybe on a trip. Maybe uh, we've gone out of town. We've gone to Dallas on a number of occasions and uh, just gave the money to the kids and said, okay, you can buy all the stuff that you want and you can buy it for probably half of what we would have bought it for before because everything is really on sale uh, Mm -hmm. in those after Christmas sales and you can go get what you want and sometimes we have to like uh, I don't know pay extra at Southwest to to have the uh, uh, suitcase (laughs) extra baggage coming back home home (laughs) because uh, we bought so much stuff and had to pack it in the suitcases so we got smart and started driving where we were uh, where, where we were going as opposed to flying but I think that that what that does to me uh, for me is it gives some calm to mm-hmm. that hustle and bustle of the Christmas season. Some of that is good, but when you're out, you know, until midnight trying to, you know, rustle up Christmas gifts just to meet a quota or something like that, then that becomes more of a drudgery than it does actual fun. And so we go and we go out to eat. We have a great time. I'm going to miss that this year because we're probably not going to do it because of COVID, but it will be something that we do again as soon as this all this mess is over. I'm going to go ahead and jump to my final thought because we are almost at the bell. I, I would say just to make your your Christmas enjoyable and financially reasonable. And those two can go together. It's, it is very possible to make that happen. And like, John, you and I are very different as far as Christmas is concerned. I love... I love shopping for, you know, all the Christmas gifts, whether it's in person or online. I enjoy doing that, and I enjoy wrapping the gifts. I enjoy decorating. None of those are on John's happy list, you know, and so it's <laughs> so it's okay for us to have very different Christmas habits. Make it enjoyable for your family, and then also make sure that it fits financially for you. I think that's very important. Candace, what are your th- final thoughts? I would just say don't start – 2021 in debt 2020 has been a doozy let's (laughs) try to start off a little bit better in 2021 plan make a list stick to a budget it'll still be a great christmas yeah and i would say i would add to that that black friday and cyber monday are are very close they're going to be here Mm -hmm. next week before you know it it's going to be happening and if there isn't a specific gift on your list that you need stay home shut the computer off and save yes. your money. You know, just don't do it. Don't forget about, you know, the the things that we've said on the show today. We've gone through several things and we've shared personal stories about how you can actually make Christmas very enriching, very meaningful to your family without going and spending some money. And I will bet I'll venture a, a bet that if you polled your family and you said, "Hey, had you rather have the Christmas gifts or did you rather us struggle in debt next year? Most of them would probably say, most of them would probably say, yep, I'd rather you uh, not struggle in debt and, and us have a nice family Christmas as opposed to watching you have to stretch and, and rob from Peter to pay Paul, as I like to say, to try to get there. So clearly it is something that you really want to try to focus on as we go uh, through the, the holiday season. John, quick reminder about the giveaway. You want Absolutely. To do that? Don't forget to enter our giveaway. Head to our Facebook page and comment your favorite holiday memory on our giveaway post to enter to win and we will announce that winner on monday morning and we'll put that on our facebook page as well all right that is going to do it for the get ready for the future show for this weekend have a great weekend we will see you again next week right here
The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only.